0: Hello, how are we all? Just sunny afternoon here. Bit cold. Okay, so I'm still determined in some way and fashion because as far as I can see, like some of you are going to, some of you are going to, this is going to spark interest. And you're gonna understand my confidence, but you're gonna you're gonna appreciate that there's there is something different going on here. this guy doesn't doesn't seem confused. Rather he he just having prob his problems relate to how he can express himself. See, this this is confidence that I do have here. Like why how how am I so confident? Why am I so sure about this? Why, why am I someone who can say to you, oh, well, "I'm certain"? See, certainty, certainty in this world is that is very valuable and very dangerous. Okay, there's certainty in this world that is dangerous because people believe things that aren't true, and they cause great drama. Because they believe them. So so therefore we have this system which we call science. And we, do we say we're certain about our science? No, we never do. We don't. This is what science is. Science is not certain. Science can't be certain. And it knows it can't be certain. It resists. It's the method of saying I'm not certain. Science is a method of doubt. Science says I'm not certain. This is what the world is. The world is something we can't be certain of. So why then am I certain? What is certain? But I could say to you, well, you exist, and you can be certain of that, can't you? So yes, you can be certain, surely, of of at least this existence. What knowledge is, is trying to extend certainty, trying to make certainty Something that we can understand a field with rather than the frivolous, pure, existential beingness of what we are. See, but in in our attempts to do this, to have this knowledge, we go down, we climb the branches of the tree of knowledge. Okay, with fruit there tempting us along the way and we gain Freedoms we gain dominions over nature. See, we we gain dominions over the mind. We gain we gain su- we gain the soul, the success from the soul. The soul has its own meta game. It's it's not in this world the sense so fundamentally mundane, but it is. It is still a series of hierarchies of beings and their basically gentlemanliness and their uh, sophistication, let's say. So their holy gentleness is an issue in this um, system for the soul, yes. The, the harmlessness is a principle. But why am I certain of anything? How? And, and I'm explaining, I'm trying to explain everything. So, am I just a crazy person? Because, like, a crazy person is often that person, the certain person. No, I'm not crazy because... Uh, it's uh, actually very ironic because in, in one, st- one part of what I'm talking about is I'm saying you're not certain of anything. You're not really certain of, it, of anything. but you, you are. But you can understand a field with the words you're using because... You're certain that you're having some sort of experience of these things. You're, like, you're sort of certain that there's this materialness, there's this physicality, but you're not certain of this, the physical. You're not certain that this is the, the fundamental name of what you're experiencing. You're certain that it has this effect on, on you. Your consciousness is interacting with some inertia that has this design, form, situation going on, creating planets and blah, blah. Alright, so, look, it doesn't, it, of all the things that matter, they matter in a, a sphere of influence to us, and really, like, I, I keep, I'm trying to keep reminding myself that what is important for the listener, or the person who is trying to understand me, is is there. Like there's a means and an end in an ethics. There's a, there's a means. There's the things that are the means, and they're done for an end, and the end is the beloved, the the that which we cherish. Now this is what's important to us, and everything else we do, you know. Okay, we're doing that because of this. We're doing that. When we get that messed up, when we we value the things of the world more than the the beings in it, then we are a unit that, you know, no one's going to regard highly. This this is sinful behavior. This is the behavior that causes us great harm, causes great harm, and people hate us. They don't like to be our family because if we don't value them, they they see fault. See, beings are very, very, very perceptive. Beings are not, like overtly intelligent, they're intuitively intelligent. They're they're uh, they're an incredibly perceptive other, and that other will constantly remind you of their ability to perceive you and to know you, even though you seek to hide some things about yourself, and it might. They might be sucked in for a while, but they will find out about you if you you know eventually, all will be revealed. Okay, so we are we're talking about a field. You're probably by at this stage a little bit interested. What, what what is the nature of this field? Okay, what's this field field thing? Now, the, the thing with us is we have this mind, and we we like to put these little pictures in it. And that is what we we think we're thinking about. But the thing I'm thinking about extends in all directions, and it is everything you're looking at, feeling, seeing, perceiving, knowing. It's the priority of your first fundamental certainty out to the most unknowable, fathomless excess of the end of the universe to the darkness of the pit which you have no but nothing but but a figment is a figment of your mind by which you're drawing duality into uh, rational coordinates that is what you do this is what you do you do this You, you use this these opposites to build a territory by which you can say, here is my position on this piece of string, which extends from one point to the other. And this is uh, to think. This is what thinkers do. But thinkers are naturally, uh, almost invariably, um, attracted to to the description of the name of the side of the piece of string they think they're on. So if you were to say this world is physical and this world is spiritual, and you describe that you describe that your position on that piece of string that reaches from this this uh, this divine, mystical, amazing, impossible, spiritual, reality to this physical mess that is finds you down the dump with a shovel emptying your rubbish into a dumpster, you are experience. you're describing your experience and you're if to say your physical is going to impart upon you its you know, even though you have a relative experience, you're you you the consciousness with the shovel. As you say, you're physical. Those words, they, they're made to divide. They're made to divide the field. They're not made to unite the field. So, as you say the word, I'm. You know, well, this is a physical experience. Of course, then it can't be the other. This is what a word is. A word is something that eliminates another. A word is a is a rational foundation for a piece of string by which your experience is measured this is what it is to think and naturally enough the thinking deviates to not it, it's trying to find the unity you see it's trying to say what is real about my experience because <laughs> If this is real, this can't be real. Because this is a reality thesis you've got going on in your little head here. This is that the world can't be two opposite things at the same time, even though it is, all right? But it, it 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 isn't in logic. It isn't a logical possibility for it to be two opposite things at a time. That's irrational. So your mind is bound by these laws by which you think, and you've naturally enough want to, to make sense and to make sense is to say what something is and what it isn't. And if you if it is and isn't the same you are a lot you have no coordinate, all right? You you can't draw you can't make description to make prediction and therefore you uh your system your predictive system, which is your mind, because this is what your mind's for, it's only to know the future you're working it out because you're anxious about getting hurt is that you are, you're going to find yourself attracted, right. there's a magnetic attraction in the singularity of the idea, this idea of physical, as opposed to this idea that eliminates this being physical, now for various reasons, okay, these things don't bear out as, as purely sensible, but they can appear sensible, okay? Like, so, it isn't sensible to say you don't have a soul. I mean, it might seem sensible, it might seem to say, we just have to know what the word soul means. What is the soul? The soul I? But surely you're deciding... Surely you you perceive the world from that perspective. Is that is it sensible to say that's not true? No, it's not sensible. But it's sensible if you perceive the world to be physical. Because if the world's physical, then here's your logical dichotomy. Here is where you're deviating in your unity towards a physical universe, which is bound by these physical laws and Manifests you somehow, but you don't know how, and that is hocus pocus to believe in your soul. It's a wishful thinking, perhaps, because as I look out on the world, I bump into this world. I throw a rock; it hits my foot. I scream. Yes, it's physical, okay, and it must be. Therefore, this must be an illusion, and I want to be consistent in my thinking. I want to be. I don't want to be a dualist, okay? That we don't really. Want to be dualists? I mean, the scientists do not want to be dualists, and even philosophers have to be dualists, but they don't necessarily want to be. They they struggle, and even the spiritualists, who are all dualists, just embracing dualist dualism and attaining to the singularity of the the complete, you know illusion of materiality, the illusion of physicality, they are all bound in this game of thinking. We are all bound in this game of thinking, and I'm giving you the instructions. I'm giving you the map of thought here, and I'm doing a lot of other things with it, but I'm just saying to you, look, you want to be ultimately making wise choices. If I like (laughs) If to say the world's an illusion is the spiritual it's a it's a statute of spiritual principle it's a it's a revealed scriptural injunction of this is the foundation of theology um, we still need that we we still have to take that on board we just like you want to make you want to make money to feed your kids maybe who or pick oranges I don't know but you have to Have practicality in your life, and so the well-being illusion isn't really helping you. You don't think it can help you, right? And I mean, like, is spirituality is emerging from civilization? It's not emerging from where we have these fundamental, primitive needs. Uh, So we, it's an evolutionary agenda. We could say a luxury, like, but it's not a pure luxury, but it is a it could seem from this world full of problems feeding ourselves that this is just an elaborate indulgence. We are, though, bound to be still in the field with a soul. We are we are only we only lack the means to actively identify why we should justify and how we justify it. because we don't justify a field of if an opposite the opposite ends of a piece of string are not justified by the same means the the means of justifying the physical are the senses of sure. Of course, but that doesn't mean you can justify your soul with your senses. If you did justify your soul with your senses, then you wouldn't have a soul because you'd be justifying something physical. So you're not doing that. This is a this is a a, a re, this is a means of justification by which we make our way through these great categories of ourselves, our senses, our sensibility, our sentience—in this sense, as I'm talking about it now—this is the modal uh, machinery of by which we we do know. See, because to know is not to. Uh, well, it's not to say that oh, only the things that I feel with my senses are true or real or evidential. There's just a fairness that I want to employ here because this is what the world really lacks. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't understand evidence. What it, does, it, it It blurts out these ridiculous, show me the evidence for this, show me the evidence for your soul, show me the evidence for that. If, if you want to be a simpleton, yes, that's the way you can be right all the time but you're just an idiot okay the 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 laws of mathematics are not justified by your senses there's no pie that you can feel touch and taste there's no imaginary numbers there's no you know there's no times there's no logic that is empirically justified there's that's an, a different means by which you justify something sensible, for which you justify something physical. And there's a different way in which you justify something sentient. You don't need anything to justify anything sentient because you are reducing away from the world. What, By what means? You know, this is your fundamental primary presence issue. It justifies itself. Okay, it's self-evident. It's necessary. It's the fundamental foundation for experience. Not everything that has comes out into this field, explores into this field. This possible worlds, this many worlds this universe, comes into these conditions. And once we're in these conditions, yes, we need this knowledge. This is a field of knowledge, a, a tree of knowledge that we understand via these opposites. And yes, then we we need our sensibility, and then beyond that, the level by which these are manifest, these principles equals the phenomena uh, we engage with, and they, they express themselves in orders of hierarchies into in darknesses and from light. So with, yes, of course, this is a field, yeah, and it's a, it's a field of of di- differing realities but it, it can't be differing realities. It can't. It has to be a reality. It's the the problem really is arising. Mainly, it's just 99% of it is the physical. Not in this world right now. 99% is well, it's physical. Well, okay. There's no God. Ra ra ra. Yeah. See, this is the first thing we have to. This is the the mode of ignorance. Affecting us in this world because it's a dark it's a it's dark and a light of this field it's it's not like we we are always going to be bombarded with the same types of evidence the evidence changes if you let me say uh, let me say you take a uh, let's use my favorite metaphor or, or let's another one let's pick a metaphor like these aren't metaphors by the way this is the same system manifest. You're manifesting a body, a day, and night manifest. But you put your finger on a, uh, a three o'clock in the morning in a 24-hour cycle, and just forget that you you are able to construct memory th- from the day before, and just and could, because we're on a time scale where we're not constructing, we, we have the ability to go back. On the scale, maybe to two, two o'clock at night, but we can't go all the way around the clock because it's too vast a scale. These are the ages of men. But if you, so if you were there at three o'clock in the morning, which we're not, we say so we're at midnight here in this scale. You wouldn't uh, know of anything but darkness. And if anyone was to tell you about light, it, you would consider that to be probably a figment. Like, that's not your evidence. Your evidence isn't demonstrating, isn't being impressed upon you as clearly as the darkness is. So you could believe that this is a dark place, right? Three o'clock in the morning, fair enough. You get plenty of people to agree with you. No one knows about... I mean, there's people saying, no, there's a light, there's a light, there's a sun, there's a... And you go, come on, you guys like, why? Why is there a sun? Why should I believe you? And you just say, "See that moon? See that moon there?" And how are you even knowing of this darkness if this is just dark? Why are you, have you got these eyes to see a little bit? Why? Why can you make out shapes? Why is it? Why are these things here growing in uh, upward, looking for this thing? What, what's? Where does this this warmth that we? Why is it? If there is no warmth. Ball of golden light that exists in this uh, drama. Why are we not freezing cold here? And what? What? Why are these stars shining? What? What? Why is there this little bit of light here? Okay, and oh, you go, ah, show me the evidence. Show me the evidence. You know there is no sun. Okay, this is what it is because we are in we're moving in time we we move in great cycles okay this is a this is not mist this is mystical but it is all, it's mystical and physical because it is the mystical and the physical are ultimately the same the 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 time the age you know these things einstein and uh the physicists have understood these in great detail these are what you, what happens when you get your abstract coordinates about time, space, motion, and you start fooling around with them? That we 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 ch- things change, things don't age, time doesn't, time is not is relative. And so is this? So is all things. So look, so yeah, we we are in this this uh this cycle, and yeah, it's it doesn't seem dark it seems like we're in this age of enlightenment but no look around have a bit of a look look everyone's going oh there's that god and oh there's you know the world's we can tell what what time it is by this great knowledge that we're growing which is set to destroy us see we're not in the darkness of this Kali Yuga at the moment we're in the first half the part where we create our own destruction we're finding that. This is a global warming, rah-rah, the virus we make, the robot that controls us, whatever it is. See, we're not that smart. We're just, you know, industrious little termites who build these great edifices that come back and bite us. So, yeah, we're in this dark age, right? Why is that? Well, that's movement. That's motion. That might be Speed. We are a moving object. We do not know that motion. And directions. What are the directions? You know, like, tell me about the directions. This is what really a, someone with knowledge, someone who, who has knowledge, Brahma, of Brahma, Gyan, should be able to explain to you these directions. Because this Kali Yuga, which is an ancient, means by which the yogis have explained these things from their revelations, okay, because they're accessing they're opening a a purer form of revelation all the time like we we as people in the world, we have these revelations that we get access to in certain degrees, like a little bit of Bible, a little bit of Quran yeah. but like that is not it's like whatever access you have to revelation is not the whole world's access to revelation. The yogi, the the mystic, yeah, they're they're turning on the tap of this revelation because they're not a pr- looking to the world for any solutions. They're looking to their revelation. They find and they come back with this knowledge that we don't. That doesn't seem at all scientific, but yeah, that is scientific. Okay, the world is moving. Yeah, time is relative. Yes, you will age, you will die early. You'll, you have certain entropy vector. You, you know, your body will decay quicker or slower depending on your motion and where you are. And these great directions they also part their orders and their disorders. This is, this is what it is to be in a field. The 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 true opposition of the field we. We uh, truly don't. um, We don't see, you know, but there are there are clues, just like there's stars out in a dark night. We we can look at this Earth and see what is this Earth demonstrating? What what are the what are the differences, you know? Now this is like I'm not expecting you. I'm not saying this is my like. I notice these things. This north south. Okay, now there's I'll just like an example for you. this is actually this is true, okay? This is not true. This is a theory. This is a this is something you could this is how we could relate your science to, to what I'm saying here. Like so we have these these vortexes, we have these these this field. All right, which creates we're saying order and disorder. this is general themes we have going on in it, because it's it's fundamental uh, like causal order is held eternally in non-destructibility, preservation, and the but it has its uh manifestation out there, comes out, created, destroyed, and then back all right everything's coming out and back so we have this this north south of this earth and we have this north south of this universe we have this these planets these other planets this this uh neptune the jupiter you know Saturn. so they they've got form they have various features on them and we have features on this earth we've got to understand what is going on on this earth that i could look use as a little clue to this order-disorder drama, how is it? How is it affecting me? Like, what is it? What's it doing? Now, look. This comes down to. This is. Uh, it's probably controversial, but anyway, look. Let's just use these uh, examples of these trees. Okay. Let's look at a pine tree. Do you see a pine tree, and a eucalyptus tree? Now, these are two trees that are growing in particular areas north and south so we're going to use the pine tree and look at the pine tree and then we're going to look at the eucalyptus tree and we're going to see what's the difference between these two trees what are they why are they different how is this tree a little bit different from this tree what are their tree what what's making this tree like this and what's making this tree like this and what we have is it's is a in order disorder it's the messiness of the uh, the messiness of the gum tree. The gum tree is is not. It's yes, it's straight. Yes, it has branches, but the, it it's not this geometric shape of a pine tree. See the triangularity of the pine tree. the 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 way that this is forming into a shape. Is something okay? This is what's happening with the world because this is the magnetic field of the world. This is the this is the magnetic field of the world, which is a little ideogram of a greater field because it's a set within a set, and each set within a set has its its um, geometries. So, okay, that is that astounding evidence. No, that is a clue for you. You know, these are things that don't be noticed, and I'm noticing. So, look, I'm saying to you, look, there's other things to look at. Let's look at Neptune. Neptune has a geometric shape on the north of it in the clouds. Like, what is that? Why does Neptune form geometry in clouds on its northern pole? And what is this? great big red spot on Jupiter why is that forming there, why is this why is this big swelling cloud there, huh, is there a place on earth like that is there a vortex, is it a vortex, is it a magnetic field does it have this, does it have that, see, this is what we're talking about but all I do, what I'm saying to you about these these great yugas, these great ages, they're minuscule. They're minuscule, tiny, tiny fractional movements in this great galactic drama. But they're within systems. We're moving in systems, and in those systems, they have their territories. There's pieces of string, and the opposites are still, even though they they don't seem like they are because they're not. Absolute opposites. They're relative opposites. The, each section of a field is a relative degree, a coordinate between this place and this place. You know, it takes up this amount of space. Yeah, they, they they show these slight variations. All these ages of men, they are slight variations, but they affect us. We live longer. We're more intelligent. We we we're more physical. Okay, the world becomes more physical. It's not always like this. It's becoming more physical. It's becoming more impressively inert as we move in this age. And this is why we think the way we do. So I'm basically saying to you, I'm not just saying to you, oh no, the stars are out. There must be a God. Because I'm saying to you, there is a means to understand your dark. There's a means to understand why it's dark. Because, as it turns out this this darkness is merely part of a cycle that comes and goes, and yes, you can await the great beautiful rising sun, for there is a sun, and yes it there needs to be a sun to explain this warmth, yes, this light, and these suns, these stars are other suns, and yes, you have a soul because there are just clues. For your in your physical life, that are subtle clues. These are not the they're not the sort of clues that make you physical because that they aren't darkness. They're light. I mean, you're not going to find clues about darkness that prove you there's a sun in the middle of the night, are you? You're going to find the clues of the light. The clues of the light are the opposite of the clues of the darkness. The 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 truth of the light. Is not the truth of the darkness. The darkness is, is it, I mean, is it, is it any, is it really something we can find anyway? Are we going to ever find this darkness? Because it isn't, it's the absence of light. There is no darkness that we can know of, you know, there is no real darkness. So, so too, so too, there is no real physicality, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's dark. It doesn't mean that there's darkness. Sure, it's physical. It doesn't mean that there's really this foundation of physicalness that makes that we're sort of resi- we're emerging from. Yeah, we are. We we seem to be. Yeah, like we're coming from the darkness to the light. Okay, this is evolution. Let's say. Sure. But the light is the cause of the dark light drama. The, the darkness is, is the lack thereof, not the actual foundation for. It, of course, we have to come and go. And what do we go? Where do we go? We go away from something. And we go away from something true to something that isn't true. There's nowhere else to go. And this is where we go. This is our conditional life. This is our material world. It's, it is amazing. And it is real. But it's real only because, because reality is real. Not the in itself names we want to put on it. We mean a tree isn't real. A tree is real. Sure. But it's not real because it it's not it's just part of the earth. I mean it's not really a tree tree, it's it's we know it like that. We can call it a tree, but look at it from a distance and it's all the same thing. It's just this ball of blue that sits in space and floats around this golden thing. <clears throat> so everything's real. Real as a whole, not a part, and there is no whole darkness. There is a whole there's a whole system by which darkness and light play a game. And there's a whole truth at the centre of that. That must be for what everything is revolving around. Yet, it is for us to understand that. Not to be dogmatic. Not to, not to get sucked into this human arrogance. Because the human has no real reason to be especially arrogant, considering he's busily destroying himself at the moment. And and what you're going to do, what I'm going to do, what we're going to do is to try to stop that. Because the idiocy of the world is far from an ethically acceptable situation. Like this world is is bound by its lack of knowledge, by its fundamental misunderstanding of how nature uh works to destroy itself especially and like more more and more as it becomes more powerful this is exactly what we do so we're resisting nature we're resisting nature with ingenuity we invent otherwise there'd be about like uh, maybe 50 million humans or something but there's 7 billion humans okay humans are successful humans have tapped into the mind Humans have gained the future. They look around and go, Oh, okay, we can do this, we can do that, we can we can organize, we can strategize, we can institutionalize, we are fundamentally able to do all these things and we can anticipate nature and nature won't be able to destroy us because we'll outsmart her. Yes, but she has a she has an A game, okay? We're playing a B game with. We 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 think of her B game. We think, oh, like, ha, we're not a rabbit. Dumb ass rabbits reproduce and then they starve. But we can grow different crops. We can invent geo, GMO. We can do this. We can do that. So we've outsmarted nature. And nature's... just. No, you haven't outsmarted me. You know, I'm just, you're just playing the long game. We're playing the long game with you guys because I have this. I have this means. As you become more powerful, you become more able to destroy yourself. You are me. I'm still... There is no difference between us. I am going to... Your knowledge now, the thing that has saved you thus far, will be the thing by which you destroy yourself. And so... Either the world is just a cruel bent on our destruction, or there is a means by which to preserve ourselves, and that means is a spirituality. Yes. Oh, yes. God has arranged all this. He cannot but be the solution, and we think our scientists are going to help us, but they're not. Okay, they'll help a little bit. The the scientists will create the thing. The science is the means of destruction. The philosophy is the means really only of the of the warfare. The the reason we are these nation states that go to war and do all this these battles of the history and the death of so many men, all ideas, ideology fighting it out in contradiction. Okay, but what of the Lord, you know, what does the Lord ask of us? What is he asking of us such that there's no need to contain humans like brutally because nature has some brutal, it seems brutality to it. This is Carly. OK, so, yeah, adhering to that spiritual principle okay serving to serve nature okay nature's not here for us to exploit but to serve it's a means of delivering souls to the lord the lord is happy with that he wants us to have this nature and yes to educate these souls liberate them and send them back to godhead so yeah, well they get the experience, but it's a, a re-education. We, that's a service. We we make this planet beautiful. We care for the the things, as it's our duty. Like our children, the animals, the plants, they are our responsibility. For we are the knower, and they are the they are the striving, you know, ignorant, innocent. We are. We are bound to this. This is what we're bound to. Okay. Now forget whatever other plan you had, because that, like, it ain't gonna work. That it's already not working. There's, there's a, a, a top. We've got to run out of time here. Like, oh, this is an urgency that we have to deal with, because everything is quickening here in this world. Like, the, the knowledge is quickening. See. If you imagine it as a pyramid, we have a we, we have a vertical height, and this vertical height is a parad- paradigm a realization that we we meet to build and we've built this pyramid. Now each each block of this of this pyramid, each block it takes is a unit of time. So it takes a unit of time, all these units of time to build the first layer and you only get one bit of height. So you have all this time and you get this small vertical elevation okay it's a totally literal metaphor because you're elevated okay then your second layer takes incrementally less time less time less time see next thing you know you're you're busily putting a couple of blocks five ten i don't know of blocks of time it takes this amount of time and you're getting this elevation of knowledge and the, the reason all these humans are these theories of everything and all this truth stuff is because they're looking for this point this capstone where this knowledge all makes sense all the way through you get that you've completed the, the thing you don't know what it's going to look like until the end though okay so here is the capstone of this of this great pyramid that we have to we uh this pyramid this this is knowledge this this pyramid is built from the inside. Okay, now, like, it's only ignorance. It's only our, our bravado that thinks science made the world the way it is. Science did not make the world the way it is. Science is the effect. The the the, the fact that we can have a science is, is founded in our civilization. Our fundamental civilization is funded in an ethos. This is love. We did this. We did this because we cared enough about each other to say oh shit, let's let's all let's arrange gentleness rather than brutality. Okay? Then like as the systems became more and more elaborate, yes, we have languages. We we gained the capacity to think and yes we gained the capacity to make things physical, yes, but that's the outside you in you build from the inside you 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 have to have your ethics this this religion made this science you don't believe that now this religion was all this intellectualness of this of these ancient peoples and it it fundamentally had a classical uh architecture to it and that that worked quite well because this is this god hasn't really you know he, he's given us a pretty picture to play around with all we got to do is go, oh, you know it's not like i'm mean, sure it's 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 got its irrationalities that's that's in the nature of the thing, but they are the finer points of reasoning. What I'm saying to you is like, oh yeah, okay we can understand this uh, because it's it's beautiful, it's elegant okay now. A civilization, even, like, all our success now, like, there was a lot of religiosity in our societies hundreds of years ago, okay? There was religiosity that was forced upon us by the theologians, forced upon us by the patriarchs, mainly. And we are, we all were religious, you know, we were all, (sighs) <sighs> Although evil in various ways we we had a certain humility amongst us that has played out in a lot of the success we now we now uh experience. you see once our religiosity goes, we're sort of decaying the the foundation of our we're hollowing out our pyramid and we we can't expect. Continual elevated rebirth, <laughs> because what we'll do is we'll degrade, we're degrading ourselves. It's so there isn't a God. How can there be a God? How dumb to believe in God? You know all these dumb religious people. No, 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 no. You're dumb. Okay, there is a God. This is the thing. These religious people are just trying to understand something, and you're just not. Okay, don't. Stop it and don't talk anymore until you understand something. Because, okay, there's smarter people than you in the world. And I'm one of them. I want you to understand that this whole system is something that, yeah, sure, you're not going to truly, truly understand God, but you can use everything you've got to throw yourself at that and you won't lose anything out of that. You're not going to be pursuing some false knowledge. You're going to understand the fundamental structure of creation and destruction preservation how this field operates you're understanding your science yeah great you're not going to understand the, what you, you're going to use it you're going to ride it to destruction on a big wave okay and you're religious your idealists your people saying no no this isn't right they're the ones who are going to save this world not these fucking crazy physicists okay because they're busy inventing great big machines that they don't know the laws of nature that are gonna that can do amazing things. In their pursuit of this monad that they believe, this physical thing that they think lies at the end of this dark rainbow that they've built in their little heads, okay? And they're exploring a piece of string, and at the end of that string is destruction. And until we get a reality check, until we get a reality check, We aren't going to be able to contain that, Uh, just like we can't contain greed and we can't contain this. It's the idealist. There's thousands of you, there's human goodwill. There is goodwill in abundance. It doesn't matter what you believe now at all. See, you're pragmatic, sure. Once the truth comes out, yeah, well, you'll believe it because you're going to look for the means, the means by which to you think spirituality is a luxury, but it's a necessity like we are all bound in a in a much more personal game than we we realize uh, but and we have to have this humility because it is it's the fundamental force of attraction and repulsion, and who to what who what God is repulsed okay there's intelligence and humility that draw us to the lord and we need both, we, you know, like he, but he will take humility by itself. He won't take intelligence by itself. He'll take humility, though, because, like, at the moment, the humans are, are, are riding a soaring on what they consider the success of the of the structure that they've built. They're, they're looking from the top of the pyramid going, aren't oh, we great? All we're going finish this last little bit, and we'll do it. It'll be a uh, theory of everything, and uh, we'll prove all the laws of nature, and no. No, you don't even have a theory of everything. You are you, uh, currently confounded by rationalism, not phenomena, and until you have a means to grasp irrationality and contain it, then... And What is that then? Is that, is that a theory of everything? No, it isn't going to be the scientist who does that. It's a philosopher who does that. And I, I don't know who that is. I know I can do it, so maybe I'll do it. Because there's more to that than just rationally trying to fathom out the science. God is much more of a complicated rationality than physics. So, look. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying here's the truth. Here's the philosophical truth. I'm a prophet of the Lord. I'm a servant. He's he's he keeps telling me I'm a servant. He wants me to do this. He really wants me to go out there and smash smash. He 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 knows I can, and I know I can, and I just I just have to find reason. I, I'm cynical of the world, and I don't think. I think they'll be cynical of me, but I will because of this reason. Okay, because of this destruction, I, I honestly feel like I. That's what I, I. You know, maybe I'm not here to save the souls. Maybe it's the planet, because you know what? The the souls could go to any religion. A little bit of humility will find them attracting uh, open-armed religiosity. But who's going to contain the science? It's this rationalism that needs to fight the science because how can the Christian, how can the how can the religions stop the science before it's not a matter of seeing the destruction it causes and then fixing up the mess. That's trial and error. We haven't got that luxury. This is a matter of prediction. We have to predict the things to come before they occur. This is the next level of our knowledge. Not we are too powerful. That gets out of hand. We can't fix every trial and error. We have to fix these things. We have to anticipate and alleviate. We have to turn us away from this great black hole we're headed into, this darkness which is destruction, okay? That sees our little pyramid crumble, sees us topple because we, you know, we're not ready for for what the things we've made. We're not mature enough, and we what we've got no option but to be mature enough because the things aren't going to stop. The machines and the, the this stuff is a protocol. This is just a increment. They they come. They they follow one from another. They, these guys don't have to be geniuses to, to build these things. They just have to work on what's been built and hold on to it. We've managed that. We we, we save knowledge now. We build universities. We have libraries. We have data. We we don't lose everything that's been learned before. So, yeah, they will just build bigger, 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 more, more, more. But, you know, they're not going to do what I'm doing here. And that's what we need. We need the, the personal the person who, the big, the visionary, okay, so, yeah, I'm a visionary, look, yeah, this, that's it, right, you've met one, I don't have to apologise for that or say, oh, I you know, yeah, I have a vision of the future, I have a vision of the past, I have a vision of the present, I understand the world, yeah, I see these things, I understand humans, so what, it doesn't matter, what matters is that we understand all these things, each one of us. we go, It goes out like a great big graft and knowledge that all these humans understand because, and we get our head around the fact that, yeah, it's a spiritual drama. Okay, so I can do all this. of these practices. These are the means by actual freedom and all these physical things follow. This... Spiritual freedom doesn't follow from your physical freedom, but physical freedom does follow from your spiritual freedom. You're going to... Everything's easier. I mean, you, your great fortune is 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 your soul, not your body. Your body is like... I don't know, it's not going to last forever. I mean, you're already seeing that being eroded away. Every day you wake up, you you've lost your fortune what a sad story okay but your spiritual uh reality that's the real game this is what's causing all this this is the cause ultimately of your pain and suffering and you go about this world thinking oh devoid of any understanding of that believing this to be true and so imperative and important and that you must, you must, you need to. This is you've only got this one life. You have to, and you cause great harm and you cause others to suffer and you become mentally ill. Well, what happens then? More suffering. Okay, you're in a cause and effect situation. Let's not do that and let's not invent the shit that creates the future, the disasters of the future, and let's let's restrain the science and let's also restrain the meat eating let's restrain the friggin animal cruelty because someone thought oh it was a great idea to feed cows into a big machine and put mince into the other end of it then have these restaurants everywhere that only sell it that that you can just drive your car up to and they put the cow into a little paper bag and then you eat it that's food okay and there's no there's no harm in that that's a good way that's the future see this is all bullshit. Okay? We have to have a vegetarian movement. We have to have a vegan movement if need be until we can get these cows safe and happy. Yeah, we need to do these things. We need to, to look at these living entities as valuable and we have to think as they do. We have to imagine what it would be like to be a cow. Would you like to be pushed into a mincing machine? Would you like to have your life drawn short would you like to have your children taken from you if the answer is no then know that these things may happen to you you have a choice now though this is not this is not a burden this is an opportunity this civilization has offered you this this opportunity to be a vegetarian and you can take it okay it's not always available it's not available the amazon not available you know eskimos or whoever like not everyone has this opportunity. If you're a rich society of some sort you, or an Indian, you've got a chance. Asian, you can just eat these vegetables. Eat this fake meat, if you like. And all that biology, yeah, will follow, okay? But not only that, you've, you've platformed your life, okay? I, I believe in this principle. Ahimsa, nonviolence. I'll follow through my idealism, in my life I'm this sort of person I'm not just a pleb following along the great big you know hordes marching in the darkness I am making my way to I, I'm the force of this preservation I'm making it happen okay and more to happen because now look here's some enlightenment for you you've found some God it's coming, okay, it's all coming to you. Now get serious, get vegetarian, stop eating meat and stop saying dumb atheist things being smug, laughing about religion until you understand it. And understand the dangers to come, understand that, you know, you you're gonna find all sorts of religions and there's yogas and there's religions and like you, like, to be honest, not, you don't seem to be very canny. I I, I can't get why you, you just don't understand more about religion. It seems like people who are religious just it's like oh well I've taken out my insurance policy. I, I'm this. I'm a this. And everything's too scary. This is. Do you believe in God really? Do you really want to believe in possibility, or is it like you're just happy with a, a God that's you make comfortable with you it's The say god it's just that he's saying oh well okay that's what you want to believe it's as far as you can go is that as close as you can come all right then stay there and be average you don't want to be average you you want to be intimate with the lord okay you don't want to be at the back of the audience you want to get there you do this with, with various inner sentiments or renunciations external sentiment uh processes you know, this is the way of the Lord. Okay, we're all hypocrites too. So, Hare Krishna. Um, look, I, I I have to get this more into a, a logic to make it did these philosophers' heads. So, next one, I'll try to stick to a meta logic. Hare Krishna.